0: Hey, I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry designed for you to fail. Okay, so I've got an interview today that maybe you aren't expecting. I am talking to one of my anti MLM advocate friends, Chelsea Suarez from Cece Suarez YouTube channel. yeah. Her well, name's Chelsea, you guys. So let's call <laughs> her that.
1: <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. It's so nice to talk to you. I, I, I only like ever see everybody in like the big Zoom groups if I can make it in there or like I'll see content come across my screen, but I know you're Probably even busier than I am, so it's it's nice that we found some time to sit down and talk to each other.
1: No, for for sure, I'm I'm honestly surprised that we both were able to even have a sliver of time because it's it's a lot. I have three videos to edit today.
0: Yeah. So, like, first of all, let's let's introduce you to people that are listening that don't know who you are, and then, um, yeah, let's go from there. So, introduce yourself and let everybody know. Who you are and what you do?
1: Yes. So, hello. I am Chelsea. I am a full-time content creator. I've been on YouTube for about five years. I started out just like everyone, um, usually with you know makeup and lifestyle and things like that. And then once quarantine hit, um, I decided to switch over to more like educational content, and I started with my monet deep dive. That was my first anti-amiline video ever. And that was in uh, July of, of last year. So I started doing that. And then I just, people came out of the woodwork and just started telling me their stories. And so, you know, sending me things. And then my channel really, really blew up, um, which is amazing. And you now I'm able to do this full time. I'm also uh, transitioning over to TikTok as well. But I just hate the fact that there's so many people in Tampa that do monate and it's just an infestation basically that we have and I'm just trying to you know fumigate and take everyone out Um, (laughs) just help with the problem Um, but yeah, realistically um, I have really helped a lot of people get out of MLMs and actually Roberta you're the person who told me uh, once in a, in a group zoom call, you were like, please brag about that. Like, please make that known. So I started uh, keeping track and I just looked before this video and I just have like a little tiny, like counter, like spreadsheet of it. Um, And I'm up to about 4,500 people that I have helped get out. And those are just the people I know of, you know, people who actually told me. Um, So I'm assuming it's more than that. That's um, incredible! But yeah,
0: Congratulations. I, yes, you should you. brag about that. I mean, that's what this whole advocacy is about, right? Educating mm-hmm. and helping people figure out what's going on and make better decisions. So you've helped over four thousand mm-hmm. people to do that. That's you, that you should feel so proud.
1: Thanks. Yeah, and and just under just under a year, which is um, pretty crazy. So my my main thing is, you know, I want to be able to educate you, but also I I want it to be able to be a cons- a more consumable type of content that you are going to be watching and more bingeable rather, you know, easy to consume. So I do reaction videos, uh, which is honestly, mainly what I do, because I feel like, yes, that is more entertaining to see, you know, the cringe and the craziness, but also I break down the psychology aspect of it and the manipulation tactics and tell you all about the red flags as well. (laughs) When my subscribers sent me a pack of 25 of these red flags, which is great. Um, That's incredible. And, yeah. Right, I they're the best. Yeah. And uh, the, anti- the um, MLM horror stories, I love being able to give people a voice, uh, which is one of my favorite things. And um, I'm also doing more interview style as well, uh, going undercover in Zoom calls, which is, that actually is my favorite. <laughs> it's just so much fun. Um, and yeah, deep dives, interviews with people who are at like the top 1% and a lot more Not only a lot more content coming, but a lot more you know new content and you know new series of uh, the content as well.
0: That's incredible! Um, It's so exciting to hear that you finally were able to. uh, It's something that we say, you know, you were finally able to retire from your nine to five. Oh my god! (laughs) Now you're doing this full time.
1: That's Uh, great. That's the dream. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I I've worked really really hard over the last five years to be able to do that. And I did feel pretty, you know, stagnant with um, the, you know, not feeling like super creative with, you know, makeup and lifestyle content anymore, which I I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love reviewing products. And I still do that. I still use suggest products to people, especially on my Instagram, but I feel a whole new purpose and being able to really investigate things and call people out. And as Leah Remini says in her uh, Scientology and the Aftermath docuseries, uh, she even says, she's like, I have the problem problem of when I, when I have information and I find something out and it's affecting people and hurting people, I can't shut up about it. I can I cannot just leave that information alone. I have to keep going and I have to be able to educate people and help people who are struggling.
0: I completely agree. It's almost like this impulsive need. I feel myself talking about it all the time. And there's Mm -hmm. that little voice in the back of my head. That's like, Roberta, shut up. Nobody cares. But then there's the other voice. that's like, but they asked.
1: (laughs) They want it. They're like, enough.
0: (laughs) We love you, but enough.
1: (laughs) I mean, you're, it's, you're the queen. I mean, come on. You, you are literally the queen. I mean, your face is, is you are the face of like, honestly, I, I don't want to be dramatic, but you are literally the face of like, I don't want to say the whole movement, but your face is on the cover of like documentaries. So let's just say that.
0: I appreciate that. Uh, I, I do like to remind people that I am so normal and <laughs> I'm just totally, just like a, a totally normal person that just doesn't have anything together. So, um, yeah, I, I, have constantly been using the analogy recently that I'm juggling so many balls way more than I could ever manage to keep in the air and I'm constantly dropping them. So, give me some grace because I'm trying to do it all and I just can't
1: I I feel yeah I I definitely feel you with that but that's important to to show as well you know when we're in this creative space and also a you know a, a public figure which I don't even like saying that but realistically I mean we are um I think it's important to show like hey I'm I'm not perfect like I I just I I can't stand that when people try to perpetuate and put up this front of like I'm perfect all the time. Look at this production value. I mean, usually in my videos, I'm like, guys, guess who's not wearing pants? Me. But you can't see. And like, I'm editing. I look like a gremlin. Like I just put on eyebrows just because you were going to see me. Otherwise, I would. I, I don't even you.
0: have on eyebrows. I mean, I have on all <laughs> my have, eyebrows because they have completely them, grew in, and I have not even though I work in a salon and my owner constantly like Roberta, your eyebrows. I'm like, I know we'll get around to it.
1: Eventually. Yeah. Mine, mine goes to here. And then they just stop growing no matter what I don't touch them. So it's fine.
0: Yes. I have incredibly full eyebrows. Um, the other thing is like, yeah, when I email my, my people that want to be on the show and I email the, the interviewees and I just found a, sent out another round of emails. So if you've been waiting, check your email. Um, I'm doing it in, in small groups that I can manage. Uh, even when I send out that email, because they're like, what should I wear? What should I do? How are we going to do this? I'm like, I'm going to send you a zoom link. Uh, it's just going to be me and you. And, uh, you don't even have to wear lipstick if you don't want to, because it's just going to be us. And most likely I'm wearing a sweatshirt. So it's very casual. There's not a lot of production value. Uh, it's very much, this is, this is me. And if you don't like it, then, you know, check back later, maybe it'll get better. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. So, it, it shouldn't be the um, expectation of a huge of a huge production. And, <laughs> right. I mean, it, here I am with my my slogan as a neon light, but still, it shouldn't be a huge. It's we need to be normal. My slogan
0: right there says just peachy. <laughs> I love that. So that's what that says right now, but it could change. Um, yeah. So. I know that you do these deep dives and you talk about bigger companies like Monet and Arbon and and these companies. But you actually, you told me that you were in an MLM for a short amount of time. So, do you want to quickly yeah, no, I, talk about getting into that and how that, how, where you were, and why you thought that was a good idea?
1: Yeah. So it wasn't just one though. That's the thing is it was oh, three. Th- just like me. Yeah, what's
0: happening? People's join three, <laughs> at least three. I feel.
1: I get bamboozled, the curse of three, as Dwight Schrute says. But the thing is, is that I I just watched that episode, that's why it came in my head. Um, But the the crazy thing is, and I always tell people this too. And whenever, whenever the the hunts come to me, and they're like, "You failed," that's why you're mad. And it's like, no, you don't understand. I didn't actually, I didn't actually try because I signed up, and then usually within like. 72, say like 72 hours to like two weeks, I was like, I don't want to do this. And then I would get a refund. Um, but the first time uh, I was, I want to say it was like 2014, mm, 2000, yeah, 2014, I think. And I was working customer service with a company that I absolutely loved so much. And I was there for ever. (laughs) It was like forever. Um, And I was looking for, you know, something, something on the side, something else. And I don't even remember how I found it. I think it might've been through like LinkedIn or Glassdoor, one of those sites. And so I applied to it and then like right away, they messaged me back and they wanted to do an interview. And the person did a phone interview with me and it seemed like so, so legit. Right. And I was just like, awesome. Okay, cool. That's great. You know, I'm going to promote these products and I'm, you know, going to sell them. I'm just like, so excited. And like, it's all remote. It's going to be awesome. At that point I had, at that point, I want to say I had no idea about like an MLM anything like that. Right. And then, and then within, I just had this bad feeling. I still didn't do like really any research on it. I just didn't have a good feeling about it. And so then within, I want to say like two to four days, I hadn't even gotten my box yet. I called back and canceled, but they were like, Oh, the box is already on its way. So just keep it. And I was like, what? But then I got a refund. It was very strange. So I got out of that. And that was a Chloe and Isabel or Isabel and Chloe, the the jewelry one.
0: So like you said this to me, and it's so funny because that's my exact experience with it as well. When I was a blogger, Chloe and Isabel had a job posting on one of the blogger sites. Like you would go in for these advertising jobs and and you Mm -hmm. would pitch to get these jobs. And it was like this jewelry. And I was like, Oh my God, they're so so cute. I want to work with this company. And so I pitched it. Like I pitched with Coke, or I pitched with Target, or anything like that. I had never heard of this company before. I completely pitched, and they're like, We want to work with you. You're incredible, like almost instantly, which doesn't happen that fast. And so that was like, oh, Whoa, like, okay. And then they were trying to get, and I was like, Is this for a review? Like, are you going to pay me for this review? And they're like, No, 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 no. You're going to actually work for us. And I was like, This well, seems. <laughs> not like what I'm signing up for. And so, exactly. yeah, like it felt really real. It literally felt like somebody was trying to get me to like work with them. And it was an MLM trying to get me to join exactly the same. Like, yeah, just like you said, like, it seemed really real.
1: Yeah. It's a, uh, and that's actually the same exact thing that happened with the next one as well. So the, the one after that was uh limelight or limelight. And it was now that I've done like my deep dive on them too, I, I now realize that it was like right when they started and the person con I was in sales still. And I um, was actually working in sales for, in like a, a company that I did not like, it was a startup. It was weird. And I was the only female. I hated it, uh, but I was on LinkedIn and the person contacted me. And of course I you know, didn't really know much about MLM still. And when they messaged me, of course, the thing came up like their title, you know, regional vice president's director. I think it was like a director, like area director, or something like that. But she had a headshot, like she looked, it was on LinkedIn, she looked professional, and she said like all the right things. Right. So she basically said like, yeah, you know, it's more of like a freelance position, blah, blah, which technically, I mean, it is. And she just got me to, you know, join. And I didn't actually buy a product pack though. I, I think, I think at that time they had a thing where you could like buy like a few products and then pay like a, sign up fee or something like that. So I did that. And then I did research on it. I watched a few YouTube videos and there was at that point, there was only like one or two YouTube videos, even about it at all. One was like praising it. And the other one was like, this sucks. You're not going to sell anything. And you're, it's all about recruiting. Like this is a pyramid scheme. And I was like, Oh shit. Okay. So not, I want to say like, not even 48 hours after I was like, okay. Like I am done. Like, no, thank you. And I went on like the back office thing and I quit and the upline person, like never spoke to me again. And I, I didn't even like know them really. Um, it was, it was weird. I didn't like it. I watched all like the training videos and stuff. And I got like a lot of, I got the weird feeling right from that. So I listened to my gut. Um, and then the most recent one, which actually surprises a lot of people, was the end of 2019. I had a very, very, very good year in sales. And my godmother has never recruited anyone. She just sells the products for Rodan and Fields. And some of their products, I actually, I actually did like. They are so expensive. I would never buy any of them ever again. There's no point. I can get something else that's even better for cheaper. But um, I wasn't planning on you know, recruiting anyone. I just thought, hey, you know, if I could sell the products, whatever. I couldn't sell any products, and I even asked her. I was like, okay, how? I was like, how can I like sign up or what can I buy to where like it will benefit you the most? And she was like, because that was my main point. I was like, I want to support you. And she's, she's like, like, well, all
0: the things would help. Yeah,
1: <laughs> she She's like, well, if you sign up, and she's, I love her so much. She's basically my second mom. She's amazing, and she's even always said she's like, I'm never going to recruit anyone. I don't like that. I just want to sell products. And she like does sell products and which is good. And her skin looks great. (laughs) it does look better, but she's like, well, if you sign up under me, then like with the most expensive one, then you'll be able to like, that'll benefit me the most. I was like, awesome. Okay. And she was like, obviously I know you don't want to recruit anyone. She's like, I don't want to recruit anyone either. And I was like, okay, perfect. So we'll just sell the products together. I sold nothing. I, I used, I want to say I used like three, three or four of the products. Like I've actually liked them. And then I just, I got really, really frustrated with it. And like, I mean, realistically, I already have great skin. It's jeans. Whenever anyone is like, oh my God, your skin's so great. And I'm like, thanks. Great jeans and good skincare. Like I moisturize, take off on my makeup. I exfoliate occasionally. I do masks like that. That's what you need to do. But also my parents' skin is flawless. So um yeah, it's just that was really frustrating. So I just I kind of just like phased out with that and I just didn't let anything renew and just yeah, quit basically.
0: So what were some of the similarities that you saw personally like within the three that were like, oh, this is the same as the last company?
1: Um, I would say not being I mean honestly that actually like the training things the training videos like on the, the like back office where it's it's like explaining what an MLM is basically but in a very obviously in a very like pro MLM way but in a way that was just very manipulative I think at least and saying like oh you know we don't have to have you know brick and mortar stores because you know because of the reps and that's how we're able to you know save more money and our products are the best and like you don't have to do this but you do have to do this just like everything was like super positive and weird and I've I've worked for companies before where even like the management or someone in HR is like oh yeah we do that kind of sucks like there's not there's that and there's also the like overwhelmingly positive just like the 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 delusional loyalty to a company like I cannot relate like for like an employer it's like what I mean that that's a sign of a cult anyways but it's it's crazy yeah
0: 100% and because you were before you went full-time as a YouTube content creator you were in sales, so you have Mm -hmm. like 10 plus years sales experience. So what were some of the differences you noticed as an actual (laughs) professional salesman of 10 years versus, you know, a pyramid scheme salesperson? Like what were some of those differences that made you go, this isn't sales like at all?
1: Yeah. Um, the lack of, uh, the lack of, um, product knowledge, um, training, is crazy to me. So there's really not any, (laughs) there's, there's not any um, even, even not, not only from what I experienced being in three different MLMs for like such a short amount of time. And now having access to the back end of like multiple MLMs and, you know, seeing all these training documents and going in these zoom calls and just seeing all of these things. I'm like, when are you going to talk about the products? Like, this is what you're supposed to be selling, right? You just have, you know, the 77, what's like 70, 30 rule or something like that. Um, Um,
0: 70, you got to sell 70% before you're supposed to buy, which a lot of these MLMs will have these little check boxes, right? When you submit your order that says, yes, I have sold 70% of the stuff that I, that I have.
1: It, it's insane. It's so, it's, it's so insane. It's insane for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The uh,
0: product knowledge, that was something as well. Like when I was in LuLaRoe, like we had very little product knowledge. I felt mm-hmm. like I was the one doing product knowledge for my team. My sister as well. Like we went and figured out what all the fabrics were and we were doing product knowledge on the different fabric. And it's like, at the same time, I'm like, what are we doing? Nobody cares. Nobody cares about any of this. Nobody wants any of this information. And if they did like wouldn't the company provide it? And we would create these things. And then people were like, oh, can I get that? Because my customers were asking too. And LuLaRoe doesn't have that. And it was just like, if it's about selling product, then why isn't there any product knowledge at all?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and there, sometimes there is, but also a lot of the, you know, onboarding documents and the, um, you know, team trainings and all of these training documents that I've at least reviewed and I've done videos on them, uh, which I'm actually just got access to another one. So I'll be doing a video probably at like the end of the month on that or next month, but these are created by the uplines, not by corporate, which is crazy to me. Then that's another aspect that's completely different than actually being a legitimate salesperson and um, working in an MLM is because you get, you know, let's say anywhere from like one month to, you know, three months of training you, you know, yeah, two weeks, but maybe, you know, product knowledge and learning about the company and figuring out systems and things like that. And then, you know, the next, however long to three months is, you know, at your desk going through things, you know, it's like a, uh, orient not orientation, but I, um, What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. It's a uh just a period with the training period where you know before you're cut loose, they need to figure out, hey, is this a good fit for you? Right? Is this gonna work or you like a be probationary profitable? period? That's what I meant. Yes, yeah. thank you. And that's completely different with an MLM. And yes, they actually they are salespeople, but a lot of them don't want to say that, which is insane. Um, so that's a huge difference too, because you don't get that product knowledge, you're thrown into it. Um, there's no there's no accountability there to be able to, you know, fact check the information on, other than us, right? Other than me and you and other people, um, you know, they don't have a QA department that's going through and keeping them accountable. And, you know, they don't have consequences to the misinformation that they're sharing. And actually that video where it's called Monate misinformation, you know, um, onboarding documents, I go over that and literally page by page, I debunk almost everything that, that is on there because there's so much misinformation. It is absolutely insane. And it just makes me feel bad because for instance, if if I'm training someone and they do something wrong, but they were told specifically by me that this is accurate, then that's not their fault. It's my fault. So there's no accountability though. And that's, that's one of the things I've seen, um, the most, but then also, uh, the, um the inability to professionally overcome objections that <laughs> yeah that's a great me. one yeah that irks me to to no end um it kills me honestly so instead of you know being able to overcome the objection of oh well there's lawsuits and it makes your hair fall out instead of being like hey you know In the past, yes, you know, there are some products that people were suggested to use that they shouldn't have used, but I would make sure that, you know, you you are using the right products and I want to make sure that obviously it's not going to happen to you. You know, we've done this and that and actually having a rebuttal and going over their objections with them and calming their nerves, they go on TikTok and Instagram and Reels or they're just so unprofessional and they like will laugh at people who have lost their hair or they'll be like oh it's and this is obviously specifically for my mate, but this is all mlms and they'll be like oh well th- those are all lies or and it's like girlfriend what do you mean it's all lies no it's not that clearly there's proof like it clearly happened or oh well we won all those lawsuits I think it's okay. hilarious
0: when they say that they won them all. And I'm like, most of them haven't even been settled at all.
1: Exactly. Like there isn't
0: a winner or a loser at all. So how exactly. you have won it already?
1: And most, most, of the, um, most of the hair loss ones were uh, in 2018 were combined into one that was handled by the, uh, the Florida State Attorney General. And it, it wasn't whether, that's when they signed the uh, voluntary agreement And it was more about false advertisement instead of like, Hey, yes, like this makes your hair fall out. Like you're in the wrong. It was more so like, okay, we can get them for false advertisement because that, that is what they were doing of like, yeah, it's going to, it's gonna be perfect for you. It'll make your hair grow and blah, blah. blah. And it's like, no, 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 no. It's not how that works. So the, the misinformation is really just crazy for me. And then there's the delusion obviously as well. Anyone who's actually been in sales. (laughs) knows that everyone in sales is usually miserable until payday and then we're all happy and then we're happy for I'd say like a week and then we're miserable again and we hate our lives but the money makes it worth it but you don't have loyalty to the company that you're with you usually if you're in sales typically you will go from like company to company when something better pops up that's just how it is it's all about the money because it's a job and that's it but with an MLM, right. there's
0: no loyalty to like exactly. some sort of deity or like figurehead.
1: Yeah. If there, there's not, I mean, yeah, I might have friends, you know, those might carry over and there are, you know, a couple of people that I'm still friends with from each company, but it's, it's not, it's not my everything. And that's one thing I always say as well is that how about you just have this be a job? Why does this have to change your life, your hair, your friendships, your mindset? your like, girl, you're describing a cult. It's crazy. Right
0: because yeah. it's not about the product it's about the opportunity
1: well yeah it's, it's always you know? about recruiting that's it
0: it's always about recruiting and so like people will ask me like well why do they say this or why do they claim this or what and I'm like because they want you to join like they yeah. will say anything to get you to sign mm-hmm. that dotted line it doesn't matter yeah. I mean yeah. I've been a professional cosmetologist for 20 years and so some of the things that come out of these market partners mouths when they say things I'm like that's not even real like that's yeah. not that's not a thing at all from someone who's literally stood behind a chair and done people's hair and yeah. worked for many brands again the loyalty there it's not like that there's yeah. there's really not that much loyalty either like I've switched color lines a million times whether it was because I needed a better red or whether it was because I needed better gray coverage or it mm-hmm. was a better deal or I started working for them. And as, as an educator, like any hairstylist can use any product and any Mm -hmm. color line to achieve what they need to do That It's not the product that makes us good at what we do. It's our skill set.
1: Exactly. And And so it's funny, you
0: know, like Redken would come in and give me free stuff and say, try this. And I'd be like, either I love it or I hate it. Mm -hmm. They don't come back in and tell me I'm a loser and I'm bitter because I didn't like the new shampoo. Like, well, you're using it wrong. And I was like, please show me how I'm yeah. washing this person's hair wrong as a professional <laughs> exactly. hair washer, please show me what
1: I'm doing yeah. wrong. Like, uh, for instance, there's a couple, a couple different companies that I, um, that I work with, but uh, like, I, I love Fanola products and I'm an affiliate with them and I have, you know, a discount code and Finola is fucking great. And it, it is a salon brand. Right. And, um, there there have been people who were like, Oh my God, well, you only suggest it because you know you have an affiliate code. And it's like, no, I've I've been I've been using Fanola like for years. And like my hairstylists have always used Finola, um, except for the one I'm going to now, which she's amazing, but I've used it at home anyway, so I don't care. And also I'm in Florida. I'm usually typically, or I used to be now I'm always inside, but typically I'm outside all the time and, you know, in the pool and at the beach and my hair pools real yellow and I don't like it. Right. So I always use that product, but also just because I make, let's say a hundred dollars, every 150, like every two months from that affiliate code, that doesn't mean that's the only product that I'm going to share with you. I'm also sharing products with you. That's, I like Eva NYC. I love their uh, Lazy Jane um, shampoo and conditioner. Love that shit. It's great because I like to air dry and that's usually what that one's for. And do I get an affiliate? You know, I use an affiliate link if I talk about it. Do I get like what? Four fucking cents off of that? Sure. Does that add up? Yes. But also the fact that a lot of these MLM girls will literally (laughs) just confide themselves to one brand and that's it. That's all they use for anything. And it's that is so strange. Yeah. They're they're losing out on so so much money and so much opportunity. But then again, the only like their following with just like with most MLMs, but specifically Monate as well, because that's what I know the most about their most of their following is fake. About 80 to 90 percent of their following is also in Monate, which is crazy because then you start to think who are you making these IG lives and, you know, IGTVs and reels and Instagram stories where you're going off on the opportunity and overcoming objections. Like who's that for? Because mostly all the people watching it and I've, I've done an audit before I've gone through, um, I want to say like, I've done it like five to seven different times I've gone through and that's where that statistic, statistic comes from where, i found that on average, af- like of all the people I went through, and I, I like to do it occasionally about 80 to 90% of those people were in Monet that follow them. So it's like, do y'all, do y'all not see that this is literally a closed market? Like, what are you doing? It's yeah,
0: and oddly enough, your statistic falls right into the statistic of how much, sales actually make it outside of that closed system to a secondary in consumer that is not affiliated with the MLM. And that's only 10%. So you're telling exactly. me between 80 and 90 and that it, it goes right in with the 10% figure.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, it, it's insane. Um, the one thing that I think is funny too, is that they'll always say, um, well, Oh, you know, it's, well, why are our, and someone said this on um TikTok to me too, and I responded to it and I was like, get it together. But they said, they're like, well, if, if it's, you know, a, a pyramid scheme, or if it, if it's a scam, then why are Moni's sales still going up? I said, I was like, the reason why their sales numbers are still going up is because in that number, they're factoring in the sale of a starter kit, which means someone has been recruited. It's recruitment based. If you took out all of the sales that are from people who are associated with the business, either new distributors or existing distributors, how much money would they actually make? They wouldn't. So that's why they can't get rid of the recruitment model. And that in itself, like that, someone asked me, they're like, why don't, uh, why do you think Monate won't go, won't go public? And most of these scammy companies won't because they have to, Um, I'm sure you probably know the name of the, the form, but they have to release all of this information that all of that information has to be public. Then how many employees per, you know, um, per country, how many, uh, you know, people are, you know, under this downline under that one, like, where is this money spent? What's going on here? And they, they can't do that because then it will be clear. The, the, the Florida attorney general, Ashley Moody will see that shit and be like, hi, let's have a talk. I love her. She's amazing. She's
0: <laughs> does Florida also success. have an anti-pyramid scheme state law as well, like Washington does?
1: I I don't think, I don't know.
0: I wonder because it was a false advertising charge, right? It wasn't a pyramid scheme charge.
1: Correct. So that's, that's what she got them with. Um, but I mean, obviously she's building a paper trail is what I, would I believe. I haven't, I haven't been able to um, talk to her specifically about that yet. She goes to my church. So, which is fucking awesome.
0: You're all Hi. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she. I, yeah.
1: I see. I saw her on, um, on Easter. She's, she's, she's cool as shit. She's very smart. She's great.
0: Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the reason that there was any movement on the Lula Roe case was Washington has an anti-pyramid scheme legislation law on their state books. But Let's see. it was the first time it had ever been like used with the Lululemon case.
1: And is was Lululemon based out of Washington? No,
0: they're in California. Okay. So we had we just asked the um, the victims to report to their state attorney general, just report, report, you know, report to the FTC, report to whatever else, to com- okay. report to the consumer department. Of your state legislation and Washington just happens to have an anti-pyramid scheme law and Bob Ferguson the AG in Washington is incredibly consumer friendly and it was just I don't know fate maybe I'm not sure yeah
1: okay um I'm not I'm I'm not finding uh criminal penalties for pyramid schemes agreeing to participate in a pyramid scheme a first-degree misdemeanor in Florida, which is punishable by up to thousand dollars in fines and one year in jail. However, one must also consider the additional charges, often uh, relevant in pyramid scheme cases, including investment fraud. Um So, I, I don't know if it's. I'll, I'll ask. Uh, um, that's interesting. One. Of, it's interesting because,
0: like, you know, federally, there's nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I'll I'll ask one of my one of my friends who's a uh, political strategist, and he's he's very very intelligent so I'll, I'll ask him about oh, that yeah. and, that and
0: would it, be that it, would be a good conversation to have
1: I think yeah For well sure. he's I actually was just uh, talking to him I was like do I need to come up there because he's in Tallahassee right now he has a house up there and he just broke his foot and so he's like well I have a cast on so yeah you should probably come up here I was like okay I'm coming um but hell if there if there isn't a law then I will be an advocate to try to get something passed um But also what one thing that you were saying about, you know, how people say, oh, well, why do they say this? Or they said this, or they said that. And you were saying, you know, it's because they want you to be recruited. They want to be able to recruit you because then they'll obviously be able to make money. And I think motive is is something that everything goes back to that, right? So I'm actually um, probably tomorrow I'll be filming a video uh, about, you know, money or not um uh, but MLM manipulation. And I'm going to talk about motive. And I don't know if you like Game of Thrones or have ever watched it. Oh my God,
0: girl. Yes. 100%.
1: Okay. Yes. I identify as a Targaryen. So perfect. Oh, totally. Um, me
0: too. For sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so um, I mean, you look, you look more like a, you were kissed by fire. So you look more like a Northerner um, from the real North. But one uh, one thing that I, that always comes to mind is One of the most manipulative characters in literature ever, obviously, is Lord Peter Baelish, Littlefinger. And something that he said is in the, um, not the final season, but the one before that. And he said, sometimes when I try to understand a person's motives, I play a little game. I assume the worst. What's the worst reason they could possibly have for saying what they say or doing what they do? Then I ask myself, how well does that reason explain what they're saying or what they're doing?
0: National Voter Registration Day is kind of a big deal. It's a yearly, nonpartisan holiday celebrating our democracy, and it's all about getting as many people as possible to, that's right, register to vote. So why is that important right now? Well, sure, local and state elections may not get as much attention as the midterms or the presidential elections, but they're still a super important way for you to use your voice to make an impact and help shape the future of your community. And one of the best parts Registering to vote is really easy thanks to organizations like Headcount. Get registered there in minutes and you won't have to worry about registration deadlines in your state. And then you'll be ready to participate in all of your upcoming local, state, and federal elections. That really is a big deal. Head to headcount.org forward slash Spotify now to register. That's headcount.org forward slash Spotify. See you at the polls.
1: And- I think that speaks volumes to just, I mean, really just to what they're doing in general, you know, well, why are they, you know, trying to push the personal development or why do they keep asking me constantly or why are they lying? Why are they avoiding my question? Why aren't they just being black and white and answering me? And why, why are they attacking my nine to five job when all I did was ask is if, you know, is this a pyramid scheme? And they're like, no, yours is. That's not, that's not what I asked. I asked if the company you're involved with, like, stop, stop avoiding the question, please.
0: That was something that like Robert and I were talking about. It was like, if your company is so legitimate, like how come people have to ask if it's a scam? Exactly. Like if you have to ask if something's a scam, like that should be your first and last question
1: if you are constantly on social media defending the company that you work for, who doesn't care about you at all, and you have to constantly overcome objections to people, to just, you're screaming it into the void. You're not even saying it to anyone specifically that that's a huge red flag. But a lot of times people don't, they, they make, they make the weirdest things normal within their closed market, right? Like Why is it normal to go on social media and defend the company you work for? No. Why is it normal to post your paycheck and block out the amount? Posting your paycheck in general. Why? Cool. You got paid. We were encouraged to do that. Shouldn't you be getting paid? Like, what are you doing? It's, it's
0: it's all because look, another reason to join my scam. As if the other reasons I showed you last week weren't enough. Here's another reason to join the scam. Here's proof that the scam works if you work it.
1: <laughs> if, you, if you just work hard, which it's like, no, that hard work isn't the only thing that is important. I and mean, that's one thing that these, you know, self-help gurus and Rachel Hollis and annoying people uh, like that are always pushing, you know, and John Maxwell, I can't stand that guy. And they're always pushing the hard work, hard work, you're, you know, you only you only fail if you quit and it's like no there's luck there's you know networking there it that's could get it together basically
0: there's there's so many factors that make everybody's personal individual journey completely different in any anything
1: ever, whether it's
0: MLM MLM. or whether it's life, whether it's a normal job, whether it's a relationship, there are so many factors that come in that to even make a blanket statement about like, you're just not working hard enough is bullshit.
1: Yeah. You know, insane.
0: I've, I've worked hard since the day I was able to work hard. I've been working hard. I've been hustling I want to say it was like 13 or 14 is when I got my first job and it's been like, wow, this money in my hand that I earned feels good. I'm going to never stop doing this. Yeah. And so it's ridiculous to me for people to say, well, you just didn't work hard enough. Um, and it's ridiculous to say that some of the hard work that I did put into in Lularo wasn't because of, of privilege of people that I knew positions that I was in places that I lived where I was able to attend these things and become a face that people recognized. Um, none of that is ever brought. I mean, I had a humongous social. I had over ten thousand Twitter followers when I joined Lularoe. So, I had a massive social media movement yeah. behind behind me that nobody ever talks about. That nobody's ever like, well, she already had a following. And so there's so many factors um which actually leads me to another point you have a video that i think is really funny called dear boss babes <laughs> and it's sort of that, that whole john oliver kind of thing that's like just send this to somebody who's yeah. s- and it's like hi <laughs> oh hey you must yeah. have sent yeah. somebody a cold message don't yeah. turn this off yet let me talk to you
1: yeah so just what for was the love your of god please listen
0: <laughs> what was your motivation behind making that video and have you gotten positive feedback from huns on that video or no
1: Well, um, I, I think, I mean, the reason why I wanted to do that is because I felt like if that wasn't out there yet, and someone said, they're like, oh yeah, no, someone did post a video like that, but then like they deleted it, and I was like, oh, I was like, well, I never saw one, but um, I, I wanted to be able to post that because I think it's important, yes, you know, to to have both the, you know, yes, I I roast people a lot and I will continue to, I do that to everyone, no matter what. And I always make fun of everyone, no matter who they are, what, you know, background, what job they have. I mean, I'm, me and my husband roast each other all the time and we're married. It's it's a, it's a very healthy part of a marriage in our opinion. Um, But it's also like, I, I always want to make sure that people know like, Hey, you are too valuable to be in an MLM. The only reason you are in this is because the person who recruited you needed money and they only see you as a dollar sign. Like you are so much more valuable than that. Everything that like, you know, you think that it's helping with your mindset, your health, your, uh, your, you know, your mentality, your emotional state, anything like that. Sure. It might seem like it's actually helping, but I can guarantee you that it's all surface level. And these friends you think you have, it's all fake. They are only talking to you because you're, you're, they're profiting off of you financially. So I just wanted to be able to put that out there and be like, Hey, listen, (laughs) like just for the love of God, don't click off and just understand this. And I wanted to be able to have it be like, a message that people could, you know, send people who do um, message them instead of just being like, "No, I'm not interested," and you know, when the person not just moving on to the next person, right? Instead, someone can send that, and I'm sure it's only going to help like one percent of people who watch it, but at least it helps that one percent of people.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I, I I'm all about the education
1: mm-hmm.
0: and. I agree with you also on like the comedy aspect of it and like roasting. I try not to roast like individual people because you know, but like the stereotypes, the stereotype of this mega hun, I call her the mega hun or the <laughs> hun bot or whatever. She's just so predictable yes. that I can sit back and watch other people fight huns and be like, bingo. Like I, I know exactly what's coming. It's, it's so ridiculous to me how predictable these predators have become.
1: It's it's the canned responses usually that they, that they're just repeating from, from their cult leader, basically.
0: Yeah, these copy Um, paste scripts and these, I I can't even tell you how many times when people would say something and I'd be like, I don't know how to respond to that. I'm going to ask my upline. You ask your upline. And I have the perfect thing to say. Go ahead and copy and paste this. Everybody has lawsuits, hun. It's not uncommon once you get really big and popular. People always want to know, blah blah. And I'm just like, this is. I could have written this entire script. Like this is just food, (laughs) like just word salad, and just Mm -hmm. blah, like nothing. Yeah,
1: that that doesn't say anything, you know. And that's one thing that kills me as a and I, I mean, yeah, I'm doing this full time, but I still will consider myself a sales professional is that you're, you're not even acknowledging, you know, Hey, you know what we do? You're right. Acknowledge it, rebuild value and circle back and try to close again. Like you're not, that's, that's not what they're doing. That's on the defense. And that's one thing that really, really kills me as a sales professional, even, even in one of my Even one of my uh, top fails videos, I think from like last month, this, this girl just completely sucked at overcoming objections. And it was just so degrading the way she was talking to people, which is usually how they all talk to people, not all of them, a majority of them. And I, I literally broke it down. I was like, you know what? And so I like broke down each of the things she was trying to overcome. People were in the comments like, oh my God, no, don't give them ideas. Like you're basically training them right now. And I was like, still like, it's like, it's so, it's so bad. I even feel
0: with like educating with real world, real world training that eventually they're going to see it because this scam can only go on so long. If you're, if you're doing one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, until one, two, three doesn't work anymore. And you start going, wait a second. But I have education from a real salesperson and it worked for a little bit. It's like, well, yeah, like any gimmick is going to work for a little bit. How many did you ever do the math on like how many bottles of shampoo somebody would need to sell in order to make like a full time income without a team? Cause I bet it's a lot of bottles of shampoo.
1: Yeah. I, um, I put that in my, um, my Monet deep dive video. So they, I did, I did kind of like, the, like the opposite of that basically. So, um, I said like, okay, so, you know, someone buys this, this much, right. Let's say they buy a hair care system, a shampoo and a, and a conditioner at full price. And then you're getting, you know, this much, um, it's usually like, what, a fucking a hundred dollars, which is crazy. And then I did the, the, um, it basically came out to like 11 bucks. And I was like, what, what, So then think about just over 10% of commission,
0: which is horrible commission, horrible.
1: Well, yeah. So theirs is, um, they always say like 15 to 30%, but the, the, the way it works out, it's not actually like, they make it seem like it's so much more, but it's actually not, it's, it's very, it's very weird. And also when their things are discounted so much, they're doing all these flash sales and stuff that even is lower. And also how much, and I always make this argument too. When you're selling to someone and they're like, oh, I can get people to buy this. And it's like, okay, well keep in mind, let's there's, let's just say January, you start and you have three people, four people, four people who, you know, buy from you. Okay, that's great. But you say that the products last like four to six months. So those people aren't going to buy from you again for like four to six months.
0: Or you need to convince them that they need a styling product they
1: don't need. Exactly. That again, then the next lasts four month, to six months. So that's yeah, now so off the table for next month to buy too. Ex- exactly. So then like the next month, you're going to have to get, you know, four new clients, which it's, I, I basically always make the point, like, that's not how it works. That's why it's just easier and you make more money by recruiting people. Um, the MLM boss babe on Instagram, she actually just put up a post yesterday about, one of these like one of the top top reps was saying she's like oh i i just got four or like i got four new um vip customers last month and it's like you only got four customers last month and she did the math and it came out to basically say like a majority of your um of your income is not coming from sales. It's coming from recruiting in your downline, which obviously we all know that, but it doesn't abide by, you know, that like 70%, 30% rule that most of your income has to come from sales. Otherwise you're a pyramid scheme, but that's not how that works. And you are a pyramid scheme. It's, it's insane.
0: Yeah. My, uh, the income that I made in Lularo, that's, you know, not a pyramid scheme. Um, <laughs> before expenses my boutique grossed five thousand dollars in a year and a half but my my recruiting bonuses were over
1: 65,000 oh so a casual yeah you know
0: like not a pyramid scheme at all yeah totally doesn't fit any of the parameters so it's like
1: nothing to worry about at all I was like uh that's proof (laughs) yeah but of course, you know, there then the psychology aspect comes in, you know, we have proof and then they come out, you know, they're, then they're experiencing, you know, cognitive dissonance, which I talk about way too much, but, you know, we bring all this proof to them and they are experiencing that. So then they kind of like freak out a little bit. And then they come at us with all these fallacies of, oh, well, your job's a pyramid scheme. And it's like, no, it's not. Yeah. Well, there's one person at the top, baby. We're talking about the recruiting aspect and how you make more money off that not the fucking shape of the organizational chart what are you doing
0: yeah that's so, like my favorite thing in the john oliver is when like uh, michael johnson the ceo of herbalife is like i used to work for disney and it's a pyramid scheme because you know michael eisner was at the top and i'm just like you you're so, so dumb. dumb
1: so, dumb. so <laughs> why dumb. are you
0: saying this on something
1: recorded like what it's but that that's where these people get these things from is yeah and it's completely at the top it's normal repeated as fact yeah that's even though it's been debunked
0: a million times they still as fact.
1: yeah no but that but then we can debunk that with facts with credible indisputable sourced facts and it's
0: right that's just your opinion
1: okay that's just your opinion all right oh and and you know (laughs) what i say about that my, someone said, they were like, that's your tagline. You need a sticker that says that on it. It's not a difference in opinion. This is a difference in reality. Yeah, yeah. it is
0: absolutely a difference in reality.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can't, it makes me so mad.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, uh, that's not my opinion. I mean, my opinion is very close to what I just told you, but that's yeah. just the factual information.
1: Yeah, but there there's no, that's the thing that stinks is that there's no arguing with people who are are going to be like that. And I've said that so many times on, you know, my channel and on my social media platforms is, um, you know, my my goal is to, yes, put this information out there and to educate people, but even more so to educate people who, you know, aren't in it yet. And to make it so that that information is out there, so that when people do look up this information and they might be about to join or, you know, they heard about it, they can actually come to my channel or other channels and find the information and be like, oh shit, yeah, this is, I can't do this. This is a scam.
0: Yeah. Like wide eyed girls like me and you five, 10 years ago. Yeah. That were like, is LuLaRoe a scam? Is Lime Life a scam? Like, my podcast would have come up, your YouTube channel would have come up it wasn't there 5 10 years ago it what, yeah. the information was not easily accessible it was there there were people speaking out but it was not as easy easily accessible as it is now yeah where you have people like us that are like look we got got we're <laughs> not going to stand back and not tell our story anymore because i don't want to yeah. see other people hurt the way i was hurt
1: yeah i mean if you if you type in monate scam on um YouTube. And I I signed out and I'm on incognito mode. So it's not like going off of what I've looked at. Um the first, uh, let's see, there's a video of mine, the Monate Girls Luxury Lifestyle Scam. There's Kiki Chanel, which she's amazing. Um, and then the third video is my joining Monate. Watch this first, my Monate deep dive and then you know, Mac, um, of Mac attack and Deanna Mems, and then another one of my videos. And then, you know, there's a, there's a bunch yeah. of them. So it's nice to know that if you type in Monate scam, the first I'm literally the face of it, which is fabulous.
0: That is absolutely fabulous because I don't want any more people falling victim to these horrible scams.
1: Yeah. It just, thanks.
0: So, um, as we were wrapping this up, um, let I, we talked a little bit about like, what's next for you and what's, what's coming up, but is there anything else that you want to share that you're working on or things that are happening on your end?
1: Um, I mean, really, I mean, uh, not a whole, a whole lot that I can talk about. Um, <laughs> lots of projects. Girl, I know background. that. <laughs> yeah. Good God. Um, yeah, a lot of, I mean, you, you know, a, a good bit, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, really just, um, more, more in depth, more educational, uh, more, you know, more, more things that are more like projects and series and things like that, that I'm doing on my channel too. Obviously I'm still always going to do reaction videos. I'm still always going to, you know, roast people because that's what, let's be honest, that's what gets views. That's what pays the bills. That's what keeps the lights on. But more importantly, that's what gets people to my channel because it is entertaining and people like to be entertained. Um, And also, of course, the MLM horror stories, because then I'm able to talk about MLMs that maybe are not talked about as much or, you know, haven't been talked about in a while or aren't, you know, big in certain areas. Um, So I think that's important. But yeah, I have a lot of a lot more projects and even more so uh, more like commentary uh, stuff about, you know, scammy tactics and things and manipulation and psychology and stuff like that coming out, too, which, of course, all relates to this genre of content
0: yeah absolutely um and i say it a lot too when when people leave mlm like they're angry they and realize they got scammed <clears throat> they're angry they're embarrassed they uh they want answers they want to blame someone other than themselves they're like this is i can't believe i got scammed all the mm-hmm. people told me it was a scam and i didn't believe them oh they're all going to say i told you so and they're in that really angry uh face of the, of the process of grief. And so videos like yours that do these reaction videos, they have their place. You know, they bring people in that are like, I'm angry. And I just want someone to know that I'm angry. And I just, I want to be angry with someone. And then they find your videos where you're like, let's be angry. And they're like, yes. And they can get through that anger stage, which is the, I think the hardest one to get through. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people get stuck there for a long time. I think it's best to just get out of that anger phase as as fast as you can, obviously at the, at the rate that you need to go, but as fast as as you physically can get through that, because it, it is a very toxic place in between, in between getting onto the other side. So those videos are even so important because it's, it's like a welcome for someone.
1: Um, yeah and, and it, then they re- also... they see
0: those and then they can start getting the education ones and they can go okay yeah. and they can come and and so yeah. those videos i think are are very important to have as well mm-hmm. because of that aspect of people yeah. leaving.
1: And don't get me wrong I, I don't get like angry but it's more so like annoyed like we're kind of poking fun at this person we're debunking the things that they're saying um but it's also like just like la- I don't want to say like laughing at these people but more so laughing at the um, like you said, the example of like what they're yeah, using the people as an example stereotype. Exactly, yeah. and and that's why I I still think it's important to you know blur out their faces and with the higher up people I would like to not have to blur out their faces, but because of YouTube guidelines and their privacy guidelines, I have to, which is annoying. Um, but I think it really it, it's good because then it forces me to continue to do that, so that it isn't about the specific you know, person it's about what they're saying and Hey, this is a red flag. Hey, if someone else says this, and I've said many times before where I'm not, you know, attacking this one person, I'm not bullying this one person just be, and I do have a few reoccurring characters on my channel a lot because they are, they just keep being delusional, but it's more so, you know, an example to show you, um, you know, what's happening because if th- if these people are saying this, there's a million more who, I mean, not a million, but like hundreds of thousands of more people who are saying the exact same thing because they've learned it probably from the same person.
0: Yeah. And then you see people like commenting on things and they're like, my upline is not like that. And my experience has not been like that. And I'm all either you're lying and hiding from it and denying that it's happening, or you're one of the lucky ones. And I'm going to assume that you're not one of the lucky ones because every single person I've talked to, no one's been like, it was the best experience of my life. And I can't wait to do it again.
1: Exactly. And it's the, well, I'm, I've made money or I'm making money. And it's like, awesome. At what cost? How many people lost money under you? How many friends did you lose? How many family members are really annoyed with you and have you blocked on social media? Like just because a scam makes money doesn't mean that it's not a scam and it's not unethical.
0: Right. And it's this whole last ones in thing that like, I've talked with Robert before and it's in Ponzi-nomics and It really is like someone will always be the last one in and that person will never make a dime. Yeah. Even if the last one in gets someone else underneath them. Now that friend is the last one in and it's constant. Exactly. And there will always be (coughs) a loser. Yes.
1: There's always someone at the bottom. There's always someone not making money. And some people might be like, oh, well, but then, then they do make money. And it's like, okay, well, how? Well, because they sold the product.
0: Okay. So they did got they, or $11. Did they recruit...
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, or well, did they recruit someone? Okay. Well, yeah. All right. Well, then that person is the person not making money for it to be successful for people to make money. There has to be people losing money and it's, it's insane. And then, I mean, just look at the income disclosure statement. This, the one for this year is even worse than the one for last year for money.
0: Oh, I should do the math because I took the average of 2017, 18 and 19, I believe, because I didn't have twenty twenty wasn't out yet, so I took the average of those and found out what the hourly rate of a Monat Monate Mo whatever distributor is, and it was like a dollar sixty an hour, and that's the average, and that was the highest. And I was like, wow, so, I feel like it's a lot less now.
1: Uh, well, the and I'll email it to you right now, but the um, the median because obviously when it comes to you know monetary figures, we need to focus on the median because with average there's so many outliers and with the median annual gross earnings for the bottom rank market partner, which has 92.26% of people at it. Guess what it is?
0: Uh, and this is a monthly figure?
1: Uh, no, this is annual. This is oh, median this is an annual. annual okay. Yep, median uh, annual gross. Earnings.
0: 200 bucks a year. Zero. Zero. Wow.
1: Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll email that to you right now. A few of my, a few of my subscribers are like, I'm, I still have access to the back office. Here it is. Yeah. I did all the
0: averages because I wanted to give the Huns the most benefit of the doubt. So anything that was like, would this be more anti MLM, like pro anti MLM side or pro Hun side, I always went for the pro Hun side and I always gave them the benefit of the doubt. And I always gave them like, I would round the figure up. And mm-hmm. I would, and yeah, that's, everything, no, that's what I do too. And I was like, 100%, like, this is all the best for you. And I still only got $1.62 an hour.
1: Yep. And, and that's the,
0: part-time. That's only three hours a day. <laughs> it's not even three hours a day.
1: Well, like, and that, that's, that's what they say. That's like a pocket of time. But also the thing is too, is that they say, um, I just sent you over the income disclosure statement to your email. Um, but another thing they say too, is, um, was i gonna say oh anyways um well another thing i wanted to say is that that income disclosure statement is only for the us and that's because the us if they we do require for them to have it now a lot of times it's not actually released um thank goodness for a few of them it is but we don't know how many market partners are in the us i know how many are in the whole world in all five countries, but not in just the U S. And I really want to figure that out to be able to do the math and figure out what, how many people are at each rank, which I think would be very, very interesting.
0: Um, I would totally be down to do that math and figure all those figures out because
1: yeah, it, well, it's hard. That's, and I've been trying to look for so long. I know yeah. that, and I know the number for like worldwide with Monat, like total it's um, about 462,000 for how many reps there are worldwide but I don't know how many it is for the US. That's
0: so many people. Selling I know shampoo. That's almost a half a million people selling the exact same shampoo. Yep. There's not even that many P- Walmarts or people that work for Walmart. I don't even think Walmart has that many employees. I looked that oh, up but, too one time and I don't even think it's nearly that.
1: But apparently they um they have over one million five hundred um uh, five hundred thousand um happy customers, and it's like, okay, but your market partners are a third of that like what are what are you talking about? Your market partners are a third of that that's not that's not how this works
0: okay, I just looked it up because i I wanted to be accurate, and it says that Walmart has uh let's see. Read it. Walmart employs more than 2.3 million associates around the world, and uh, in the U.S. alone, it's about 1.6 million. So, for every three Walmart employees, there's a Monat distributor. <laughs> a lot of people.
1: Yeah. I, I That's a
0: crazy amount of people. Yeah. For every three Walmart employees in the U.S., there's one Monat distributor. <laughs>
1: Do do you think if if like if I called the Monate customer service, do you think they'd be able to tell me how many market partners there are in the U.S.?
0: Possibly. I, it would depend on who you said you were. <laughs> I feel yeah. like. I wonder. I wonder if they even keep accurate numbers like that because
1: it's so hard. But also, on some type of back end thing, they have to have, like they have to know how many people have signed up as 1099 yeah. employees
0: there has have to, to be know. at least a, at least a rounded figure if it's not an exact figure it could be like 500,000 or something like rounded up yeah there's got to be some sort of figure
1: I mean for their taxes don't they have to have they have to have I that information know. I'm pretty yeah I'm pretty positive they I, do have to have that information
0: I would think they would but who knows if they do right
1: it's I mean, like we don't steady.
0: keep those kind of records.
1: <laughs> oh my God, oh, they're the worst! I All right, so
0: at the very end of these, we do rapid fire. They're never rapid, <laughs> but I'm going to ask you them anyway and see what you think and see what your answers would be. Are you ready?
1: I'm very ready.
0: <laughs> All right, Chelsea. One word. That encompasses how you feel about multi-level marketing.
1: Infuriating.
0: (laughs) That's a good one. I like that word. Uh, One warning to somebody who wants to join an MLM. I can see the wheels turning in your head.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you can probably hear them too. There's so many. Um, Consider the source. They don't care about you. They only want you. You're only a dollar sign to them
0: truer words, never been spoken. Uh, worst MLM in your opinion.
1: <laughs> I mean, what do you think? I cur- Currently, currently Monique is horrible. I'm right there with you too.
0: Hardest lesson that you learned, whether in MLM or dealing with MLM, since you were only in it for a short amount of time, but the hardest lesson maybe that you learned about MLM.
1: Mm, um, I'd say just with dealing with the or not dealing with interacting with these um, less less mentally stable um, market partners is that the. I mean eh, no, not really. I mean I, I already have it. I was gonna say to grow a thicker skin, but I already have a really super thick skin, and nothing these girls are gonna say to me is gonna do anything to me. Um, but I think I think that just understanding and reminding myself that they have no boundaries whatsoever. Yeah. A a good amount of them try to like harass my husband as well, which is cute.
0: Weird. Stop messaging her husband. You freaking weirdos. Um, And lastly, a positive takeaway from multi-level marketing. (laughs) Maybe something you learned that you didn't know about yourself my example is that I learned I was stronger than I, than I thought I was. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> you're like, what do you mean positive?
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, the fuck? Um, no. So I, I would say um, not even from like my experience, just from the experience of helping people get out is that whatever you're going through and the things that you're dealing with, that the MLM rep or the MLM is claiming that they can fix and that they're going to make perfect for you. That that's all, those are all things that you can actually handle yourself because they're they're just going to make it all worse. You are in control of your own life. And yes, there's things that you can't control, but if you're going through a shitty time, whatever you're feeling is temporary, the situation is temporary. It will get better. And the MLM will will not fix that at all.
0: I love that. Yeah, I love that. That's a great one. I love that. See, positivity. I try to end yeah. that on a positive note. Some sort yeah. of takeaway for somebody to be like, "Oh,
1: <laughs> it's not hey, that's a, all I, bad." <laughs> yeah, right. I do the same thing. I I do the exact same thing at the end of all my videos. I'm like, "Thank you for watching, and remember how valuable you are." Yeah. And you look great today. So
0: yeah, totally. Yeah. And I like people, I I, I like for people to look at and go, this was a horrible time in my life, but there is these one or two shining gems of examples. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of times people will say, like, I learned how to run a business the right way by running one the wrong way. Or I'm like, dang, or things like you say, you know, like just sometimes the things people say really surprise Mm -hmm. me. And I'm just like, I'm so glad that I have that question because people are like, Actually, yes, There's, There there mm-hmm. is something that I use. I'm, I don't take crap from people anymore or yeah, to balance a checkbook because my, my money was being hemorrhaged. So I learned yeah. how to balance my checkbook. One yeah. girl was like a positive takeaway from MLM. Uh, she commented on my Instagram. She said that um, the credit card she ended up taking out to join her MLM ended up helping her credit <gasps> and building her credit. Okay. on the other side. And so I was like, well, dang, well,
1: there's a positive. Yeah, thing, she's okay. probably the only one.
0: I was like, I know you deserve a gold star for sure. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you, Chelsea. You're just the cutest and the sweetest. And I really appreciate you taking an hour of your day to talk to me.
1: Of course, girl. Hey, any, anything I can do to help uh, fellow creators in our movement?
0: Thank you so much for listening to Life After MLM. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and share with all of your anti-MLM friends as well. See you next time.